And welcome to another episode of the Philly Brocast. I am your host, Ryan. And I'm Ryan. What's up, bro? What's going on, bro? How are you tonight? Doing well, doing well. How are you? I'm doing good, considering um, the Eagles have been stressing me out all day uh, with the news that uh, Carson Wentz, uh, you know, could be traded at any moment, really. Uh, so, you know, what have your what are your thoughts on what you've been hearing so far today? I've been hearing the Bears. I've been hearing the Colts. I've been hearing some arguing between reporters. Um, I mean, you got like Ian Rappaport coming at Dan Patrick. You got Dan Patrick saying that he's got the source. And I mean, Dan pa- DP's been doing it for a long time. So for him to say, I've got a guy and probably a guy that doesn't let him down very often. I don't know. I don't know who to believe because it makes sense what Dan Patrick said about how if you don't know about how the Eagles are just drumming all of this noise up to try and get interest in Carson Wentz. And then, you know, someone like an Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter or someone like that is basically saying, no, we talked to other teams that said they talked to the Eagles. So it's not like the Eagles are just making this up. It's, you know, I've heard from another team. Yeah, we've reached out. So those are the, that's one of the big stories that I heard just today. Um, what about you? What have you been hearing? Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of the same thing. It's funny you mentioned the the, the reporters kind of uh, arguing with each other because uh, <laughs> that's just sort of taken over the last uh, you know hour or so. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously the Colts. <clears throat> I mean, it makes too much sense for the Colts not to be involved. They des- desperately need a quarterback. You have Frank Reich. You have um, uh, Press Taylor. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of dots to connect them to the Colts, and you know, uh, it's hard to know kind of what the Eagles are basically going to be willing to accept in a trade. Um, so, you know, that's going to factor into it because I truly believe that they, you know, they want Carson there to at least compete. Um, but I don't think they're going to move him if you know uh, somebody's just going to offer like a, a two or a three or something. You know they want good value, so you know I, I think I think money wise, cap wise, I think the Colts make sense too. Um, you know they can take on Carson's salary. Uh, they have you know a pick that's a little bit later at twenty one. Um, you know uh, me being a, a big fan of linebackers, I'm I'm always going to try and push for Darius Leonard. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen, but uh, hey, you know what, Carson in like a third for. The Colts for Leonard and a first. I'd do that. I don't think the Colts would. Yeah. No, it'd probably be Leonard and a, a third as well or something like that. <laughs> right. So but, uh, I, I agree. It's 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 been a little bit of a whirlwind day. It was kind of, you know, I, I think we all knew that, you know, this was, was a possibility, but then we started getting reports about, hey, they are absolutely fielding calls. People are, are calling them. Uh, you know, then there was a report that, you know, these talks are starting to get a little bit, you know, more aggressive and something could be close. So, um, you know, uh, and, and Dylan, you make a great point. Um, uh, Colts and San Fran make the most sense. Yeah. From what I understand, the, the 49ers aren't in love with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, 
So I can definitely see that. I, I think honestly, you could probably name eleven teams that yeah. are are quarterback needy. Um, that because they you know Bears. That's uh, another you know team that I've heard a lot today. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Although I will say, I, I've the report I did hear seemed to be from a very um, uh, un um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, kind of a unverified qualified person it was just kind of like a random kind of dude that maybe thought he had a foot in the door somewhere. So, um, but still, I, I think the bears are definitely a good possibility as, as Dylan mentioned, San Fran, um, you could, you could throw new England in there. You could throw Denver in there. You could, Denver. Throw, you could throw Las Vegas in there, you know, uh, Tyler from the, the birds on broad street, uh, which is also on an, an NSN Philly, uh, is in love with Derek Carr for some reason. Uh, I don't get it, but you know, to each its own. But uh, I don't think the the Raiders are in love with Derek Carr. I don't think Gruden, you know, I think Gruden would jump at a chance to to upgrade Carr. Whether or not they think Wentz is an upgrade over Carr, I don't know about that. So, um, you know, in their eyes, that is. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you again, you you could technically throw in Washington, New Orleans, uh, <laughs> Tyler. Um, you know. I'm sure I'm forgetting a, a bunch of uh, a, a bunch of teams that yeah, could be. Team. Yeah, um, you know, obviously, you know, D, you know, Washington seems to be uh, uh, out of the realm of, of possibilities, but obviously, we've done it before, so you never know. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I could see a whole bunch of the Houston you got to throw on there because you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying that Watson for Wentz, you know, because that's not happening, but. You know, if they trade Watson, uh, they are probably going to need a quarterback. And if they don't get one back, boom, let's, you know, step in the Eagles and and, and trade them away for some future picks because they ain't gotten on this year. So, um, yeah, it's 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 a little crazy. I, I think literally this could be one of those things that happens any moment or we could be on the edge of our seats for the next two months. Yeah. Hopefully it's not the latter. Uh, these these types of things I don't like lingering, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot out there, so it only takes the time. Um, I know the Eagles really want a first round pick, although that's seeming unlikely because of last year. Uh, it's just one of those things that, you know, nobody wants to give up their, their future for a guy who might be towards the end of his career. You don't know. It, it, has he regressed that much? No one really knows, so it's it's hard to give a first round pick for that. Um, and that's that's basically what I from what I understand. And like you said, the good point was uh, the Colts have the money, so yeah. if they wanted to do that, if they wanted to do that, and again to repeat what you said, it just makes more sense because of the the coaching staff there. Uh, they have a lot kind of set up already. And it would just be like a plug and play thing. Like, hey, you know, you're you're now the quarterback of the Colts. Right. Do at least what Bill Brother Rivers did, and then a little bit more, and we'll be good. Right. And and, and Dylan uh, Dylan wants Pittman from uh, from the Colts. Uh, hey, I, I would be down for that as well. Um, I think we, you know, obviously we need another wide receiver in here. Um, but you know, as this kind of progresses, you know, and, and I truly hope that they get at least a, a first rounder, you know, I'm, I'm obviously still torn. I mean, I truly still believe that Carson has the ability to become a good, very good quarterback. 
And I still think he can do that here. Now, I, I think, <clears throat> you know, him going to the Colts, I think that'll really help. Uh, I think if Carson, you know, were to say anything, which obviously he hasn't said anything since, uh, basically, he hasn't said anything since he got benched. Um, well, he, he didn't he uh, wish somebody good luck? Or... Uh, well, that, I mean, that doesn't count. Yeah, I mean, he, he yeah. Um, yeah, Rodney McLeod's Walter Payton that was of the year yeah. uh, nominee. Uh, but outside of that, literally, he has not said anything. And, um, yeah. you know, uh, I would assume that if he had his choice, the Colts would make perfect sense being reunited with Frank Reich um, and, and, you know, Press Taylor. Um, I, I just think it makes too much sense. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm worried because now once, you know, Wentz is gone in this scenario, you're stuck with Jalen Hurts, who I've been – you know, hopeful for, but I don't think he's it. I don't think he's the guy. Um, uh, you know, that certainly could change. You give him a full off season, you know, he may progress um, further than we ex expect. And if you give him somebody like Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith, that'll hopefully help. Um, and the new coaching staff, you know, they have been very successful with wide receivers. So, you know, hopefully all of those type of things will help Jalen Hurts if he is truly the starting quarterback here for the next however long uh, if Wentz gets traded. But, I, I, you know, one way or the other, I would choose to have Wentz stay, personally. What's your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I usually like playing, you know, your opposite or devil's advocate or whatever, <laughs> but I, I can't. I can't. I, I, I love Carson Wentz. I mean, I, I think what we've seen and what you know about him is that he's tough and he's very talented, and there's just something about him that says, if he can get back on track, we've got, we still got our guy. Like, same thing we thought when we drafted him. Same thing we thought after we won the Super Bowl. Same thing we thought going into the this past season is that he is a very talented, very good quarterback, and you know, there, it's it just doesn't come up. You don't see guys like that. Very often, you know, and I'm not a big, the biggest fan of Jalen Hurts either. Um, you know, I don't think he has a great arm. I don't think he's that accurate. Again, we only had a small sample size, but right. I, I just don't think that, you know, he has the speed and mobility and, you know, it's great. But I don't think he has the, the football uh, acumen. That, that underlying. What's that? The football acumen. Yeah, that's a good word. And I don't, yeah, I don't think he's got it. And I don't think he'll last very long, personally. But um, well, I, I mean, I mean, you might be right. I mean, if Wentz gets traded here, you know, it's obviously going to be Jalen Hurts, unless, you know, cra crazy, uh, you know, things start to transpire and the number six pick now, you know, becomes a potential landing spot for one of those quarterbacks, uh, which, I, I think I would literally just kind of just jump off a, a bridge at that point. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, stranger things, as I've said, have happened here. Uh, you know, I, I would be, I would be, I would not be a happy camper uh, if that were to transpire with trading Wentz, not getting the greatest value back and using that six pick on a quarterback uh, like a, 
you know, a, a Justin Fields or, or Zach Wilson or, or whomever may fall to them at six. Um, I just, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I couldn't yeah, handle it. no, definitely not. I mean, Carson stays, Jalen Hurts is here. You're already having your controversy. Why would you want even more? But obviously we wouldn't draft a quarterback if we didn't have Carson Wentz or if we right. did keep Carson Wentz. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I hope that doesn't happen. That'd be awful. Absolutely <laughs> horrible. Sorry for putting that out into the world. Everybody. Yeah, that was like that. You know, I, it's a thought, obviously, especially with this crew. But it just got chillingly real, and I was yeah. like, nah. Okay. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Um, but so so obviously, outside of Wentz, um, you know, the Eagles have to get their salary cap down. And, and the projection uh, coming into this offseason was that the salary cap was going to be at $175 million. There are rumors and reports saying that it is a possibility that it could raise up to 185 or even slight, a little slightly higher. Obviously, that would be huge for, for the Eagles and, and other teams that are, are, are strapped for, for cap space, a la the, the New Orleans Saints, who are at like $100 million over. Um, you know, so I think I think you have that factor into it. I think if that is the case, that'll basically save someone from being cut because you're going to have to get rid of some people. You know, Alshon Jeffrey and Malik Jackson are as good as gone. Uh, you would assume yeah. Deshaun Jackson is gone. You uh, would assume that Derek Barnett is probably not coming back. Um, you know, somebody, you know, some people in, in the secondary are probably not coming back. You, then you have to worry about the bigger names, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey. There, there was a rumor out there last week that the Eagles were going to cut Kelsey. Now, granted, he's still kind of lingering and, and mulling over retirement as he, you know, is, is one to do during his normal offseason lately. Um, yeah. And I can understand it. I mean, if if they trade away Carson. And, you know, I could definitely see Kelsey being like, eh, I think we're going to hang it up. Yeah. I can see that. You know, and, and oh, yeah. I I forgot to even mention Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz probably won't be here. So you, you have all that factored in just to get yourself under the salary cap. And, you know, then you're going with a guy who has four games experience, no real offseason, to be perfectly honest. Didn't look, you know, look great in one game. And then the rest of the world ca caught up, and he didn't look yeah. all that. So that to me seems like we're in for another couple of years of of suckiness. Yeah, it's it's tough with all the all that. <laughs> excuse me, all that money wrapped up. It's a it's a hard thing to do. And then you know, with any type of you know move that gets made with Carson Wentz, what's that hit? In, in itself right you know so well, and that's the thing it's it, just depending on when it is and when it you know you can kind of designate things as kind of pre uh june 1st post june 1st um you know it's basically going to be either 30 or 25 against against the cap um and dead money so it doesn't sound good either way um considering yeah. we're already you know like 60 ish over um we're gonna have to find a way to to try and cut that money and recoup and all the while 
still sign our, our draft picks, still fill holes with free agents because you're going to be cutting all these people. You're still going to have to replace them with bodies. So, yeah. I, 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 man, I'm, I'm very interested to see how Howie's going to be able to wiggle his way out of this one. And this is his shine. I mean, you're right. I mean, this is what he does. I mean, granted, he put us in this situation, but this is also what he does. He's good at, at manipulating the cap, I'll, I'll say. Um, yeah. You know, whether it's it's kind of pushing, you know, pushing money around to the back end of the contract, renegotiating, um, you know, reworking deals, things like that will certainly help. Uh, but still, uh, people, people, beloved players are not going to be on this team in the start of 2021. Yeah. Sucks. I mean, you like you said, and then you know, Jason Peters, you know, he's not gonna be there. Just familiar faces if we're and then uh it's in most likely Hargrave as well, well right? Hargrave is still on contract for another two years. Oh, okay. I thought I had saw his name being thrown in there. Maybe it was a restructuring. Robbie Coleman is a free agent. Uh, Jalen Mills is a free agent. Alex Singleton, who I assume will resign, just given you know the end of the year he's had. Um, Nate Gary. Bye bye. Um, yeah. Thank you for thanks Singleton because you just allowed us to get rid of Nate Gary. Oh, with, without a doubt. And you know, <laughs> and he played really well. He played well. That was awesome. Was good to see. Yeah, the end of this season was was truly remarkable. And and he's so young and he still can get very you know still can get better, especially in coverage. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, it's going to be a tough off season regardless. And, you know, we'll, we'll be coming, you know, to you guys with, with our, our off season round tables. We'll discuss some free agency when it got, that gets a little closer. Hopefully by then how we will have already worked a little bit of magic, uh, to kind of free up some space, but, um, you know, and then we got the draft and, and, and depending on if we can get fair return for Wentz. Uh, it will depend on, on kind of how our draft looks. Um, speaking of fair return, I mean, what, what are you expecting right now? If you're, you know, if you're out here trying to trade Wentz, what's the bare minimum that you're going to, you're going to want back? Bare minimum. I, I, I would like to say a pick and a player. So say if it was the Colts and we could get, you know, First round pick and a player that would be great, but I would say the second round pick and a player. Yeah, what do you think? Um, <laughs> well, that's what happens when your child bre- breaks into your studio and ruins your green screen. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Um, well, let's try to do that. Uh, anyway, anyway, um. So yeah, um, I would I would want at least a first, honestly. I, I think a first is is bare minimum for me. Um, if they're not getting Sorry, a first, uh, if they're not getting a first, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think they pulled the trigger. I really don't. I don't. Because, I just don't think that people are going to give up a first round pick for him now. I, I do. I think somebody out there will pick, will do it. I think I think the the idea of Carson Wentz around the league from other teams is a lot higher than than our value of him here uh, as fans. Uh, yeah, exactly. I guess because it's a what you done for me lately thing. Right, and, and, that, and that's that, always going to be in the back of the people's minds. Yeah, but, but yet 
you know, the first couple of years of Carson Wentz's career, 2017, he did great. 2018, 2019, you know, he had some injuries and, and dealt with, but he took, you know, a, a ragtag uh, bunch of nobodies and and brought them into the playoffs single-handedly. Like, yeah. literally single-handedly. So yeah. uh, that can't be forgotten. Uh, no. You know, once his MVP-like season – getting us into the playoffs and into a position to where we had home field so that Nick Foles could carry us the rest of the way. It's all possible by Carson Wentz and, and the subsequent seasons. So, you know, when people are, are out here bashing Wentz saying, what a bum, what a bum. He, he had one bad year. Like, like, so one bad year, you're just going to throw him out. I don't like that. There, I, 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 people I'm are sorry. saying that, I think somebody would say that 2019 wasn't that great of a year for him statistically. Yes, he did actually help get that team to the playoffs, but statistically, it just you know wasn't that great for him. His completion percentage wasn't that great. Um, you know, it, he had a few more interceptions than the year before, but not many. I mean, he but besides last year, he really didn't throw too many interceptions. Well, no. So um, so, so, so last ball security was a huge thing. Yeah. So, so 2019, he threw for he threw for 4,000 yards. Yeah, franchise record. By the way. Okay, but what about his completion? Uh, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. 27 is not great, but he didn't have a lot to work with. Right, he didn't have a lot to work with. You know, 2017, he was 33 and seven touchdowns yeah. and interceptions. 3,300 yards. 2018, you know, he only played 11 games, still got 3,000 yards. That sounds to me like, yeah, he was about to have another 4,000-yard season. So statistically, with a bunch of freaking nobodies, he still put up good numbers. He still, you know, didn't throw that many interceptions. This year, this past year was the anomaly. His completion percentage was way down, 57%, as opposed to last year, almost 64%. And the year before that, almost 70%. That's what basically a lot of people would say, is that when you look year to year, he technically regressed. I mean, the yardage is one thing, but you're also looking at the percentages and then his fumbles. How many – the, the ball security is a huge thing. You're his right. decision-making is a huge thing. Those are things that – you know, from the people that say he's not going to warrant a first-round pick, it would be because of those things that he regressed throughout his, his career. I hear you. But, but looking back at his 2017 season, prior to, to last year was his lowest completion percentage at 60.2. So even when he didn't have the greatest completion percentage, he still threw for three, uh, 30, uh, almost 3,300 yards. And, and threw for 33 touchdowns. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I think we could pick pinpoint, you know, certain things that we, you know, if we want to just take them single, singly as numbers to say, oh, Carson sucks or Carson's great. But overall, outside of last year, I thought, I, I think his numbers every year that he's been in the league have been okay, have been good. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just, you know, again, even with his dismal year, 15 interceptions and only 16 touchdowns, he still has got 113 <laughs> touchdowns to 50 interceptions. 
<laughs> I know career number. That's awesome. That's incredible wow. to have that, you know, that great, um, that accuracy in which, like we were talking about the accuracy in which you don't see Jalen hurts having now that's and the stats that you're saying are the reasons why we should keep him. Right. So, well, that, that's right. That's what, that's what so, I want. You know, getting fair return is, is basically saying we should keep him and that should be our fair return. He should be better. And it should be like trading for a better okay. quarterback. Okay. Well, but yeah. Really, yeah. So, but if you are trying to trade him, that means you as an organization don't want him anymore, don't believe in him, or are giving in to him saying, I just want to be traded. Well, I mean, so, theoretically, it doesn't look like he, he has officially asked to be traded. Um, yeah, reportedly, or rumored. Right, right. Yes. But... Listen, and 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 I I'm standing by the you know by the fact that I truly don't think the Eagles want to trade him. I truly hope that Sirianni's in there, like, dude, give me Carson Wentz. I got him. I'll fix him. Yeah. And you know, I I, I hope that he's he wants that. He wants to to be able to be the guy who fixed Carson Wentz. Yeah. Uh, I mean. I, I hope I hope that's what Sirianni's doing, but I think the Eagles are in a position where, hey, listen, they're between a rock and a hard place. Somebody comes in and offers us a good deal, we got to listen to it, and I think that's what they're doing right now. And and obviously they haven't, you know, had a, a good enough deal to pull the trigger. Granted, it's only been you know like a day since kind of we've all been hearing about this, but um, still. I, I think they got to listen. I think they got to say, hey, listen, somebody gives us at least this, we should seriously consider it. Yeah. Because, yeah, you have, I, I, I think also they're probably like, now, what about for, J, for Jalen Hurts? What would, what would you do for that? <laughs> I, I mean, mean if, you're, if you're looking for a quarterback, right. I mean, hey, who's, who's to say that they aren't going to try and move him out of town? Uh, like I said, crazier things have happened in Philadelphia. So why not? Why not look to trade the Hertz when this may be the highest value he has? So you bench Carson Wentz, you put in Jalen Hurts as a showcase for other teams, and then you pull. When you see someone who's struggling, it's natural to want to help. Fortunately, Pacific Source Health Plans has resources to do just that. Our member support specialists work to help our members meet real, everyday challenges like food insecurity and housing, isolation, stress, and difficulties with language. They even help with transportation, utility bills, copay assistance, and arranging home care. Our member support specialists are committed to your well-being and your privacy. Going beyond what's required. Just another way we put members first. Learn more at PacificSourceMembersFirst.com. When you see someone who's struggling, it's natural to want to help. Fortunately, Pacific Source Health Plans has resources to do just that. Our member support specialists work to help our members meet real, everyday challenges like food insecurity and housing, isolation, stress, and difficulties with language. They even help with transportation, utility bills, copay assistance, and arranging home care. Our member support specialists are committed to your well-being and your privacy. Going beyond what's required. Just another way we put members first. Learn more at PacificSourceMembersFirst.com. Jalen Hurts from the last game, so he doesn't, no pun intended, get hurt. So it ruins the value. So that's the whole plan from all along, right when we picked him. Uh, that was the plan. <laughs> oh, man. 
Yeah, you 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 could be onto something there. Um, it's funny. I, I was talking to um, a guy at work today, and he's one of those um, deep conspiracy theorist Eagles fans. He's he's thinking, you know, his his opinion is that this whole thing has been orchestrated from day one of of Peterson getting fired. And Press Taylor going over to the Colts and the whole Carson Wentz thing. He, he thinks that you know the Eagles are the ones spreading those rumors and all this, so that you know he can you know, they can start kind of uh, getting Wentz out the building and into Indianapolis. Uh, it's it's a, it was a fun, it was a fun trip, kind of listening to him. Not <laughs> man, um, but uh, you know there are fans out there that truly believe that this is all kind of. You know the organization. This is what they want from the beginning, and they're just kind of masquerading as, "Oh, we love Carson," but truly, they they want to, uh, yeah, they wanted to get rid of him the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I do enjoy a good conspiracy theory myself, but yeah, you know, that might be a little far fetched to to take it all the way back. Right. But uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it, it's not beyond if they really do. Back to what we were saying, it, it wouldn't surprise me or you know shock me at all if they try and do something with Jalen Hurts, move him, and get something in return. Well, I mean, there, there are a lot of people out there that were you know playing a little too much Madden um, and trying to connect the dots of oh you know hey let's trade Wentz to the Colts and get their first round pick, and and then you know we'll we'll take that first round pick and Hurts and Hurts. And give him to Houston, and maybe we'll throw in another pick or two and get to Sean Watson. And then, <laughs> you know, Sean Watson will keep the number six pick, get Chase, uh, you know, get, get Jamar Chase, and boom, Watson and Chase for the, you know, uh, for the next ten years. And Rager, and well, yeah, obviously, and everybody else. But don't forget um, about Jalen Rager. I mean, I'm guys, not, I'm not. people are already already calling uh, him to have a rebound season. Like, bro, he's a rookie. Yeah, that's his rookie season, man. That's not how that works. He's supposed yeah, to be like, That's, that's the, 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 the guideline that you have. You know, if, if he sucks next year and gets even worse, then you could say that afterwards. But shit, not after his uh, rookie season. A la J-Jaw. Yeah. Oh, J-Jaw is guy. coming up. He's coming up. That guy. Yeah, what wow. a joke. Yeah, well, if Sirianni can do anything, if you could fix him, uh, oh my gosh, my God, I'd do yeah. I'd do anything for that man. No, we would we we trade Jay Joel to some team, and he would be outstanding. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, pretty much so. Uh, all right, so I, I've kind of uh, already depressed myself enough about talking about trading Carson Wentz uh, all day. Uh, let's talk about the Sixers. Lost a tough one last night uh, to Portland. And Bede is doing Embiid things, man. The guy is absolutely the top uh, runner for the front runner for MVP. Unfortunately, uh, his teammates didn't really uh, do all that well last night. And they ended up losing and uh, breaking their streak. I think they were on a four-game win streak. Um, yeah. But still have one of the better rest records in the East which is great, uh, you know, oh, yeah. outside last night. I'm, I'm really happy with where they are. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is bad 
loss. That that is a bad loss. And the reason why I say that is because you, they didn't have Damian Lillard, they didn't have McCollum, uh, they were without I forget who else. And then you know, like you said, you got JoJo going off and the team just like backing down. I mean, there's no reason why you should be tied at halftime and be down by like thirty in the third quarter. That's absurd. Yeah, they, they definitely lost it in the third, obviously. Uh, I think they got outscored by 22 uh, from what I – no, 21, yeah. uh, which is in, insanity. Um, you're right. They didn't, they didn't have – they didn't have anybody. They didn't have uh, – uh, 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 who's their center? I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Um, anyway. Who's Portland? There's so many moves that happen in the NBA. Like, I feel like I I know teams, but no, like, this guy's on this team now, and this guy's on this team now. It's, like, always changing. Um, I'm looking it up really quick. Uh, uh, Yusef Nurkic. Uh, Nurkic, yeah. Yeah, uh, So they didn't have him, Lillard, uh, or McCollum. They're basically their top three guys. Yeah, and- literally. Yeah, and they still got crushed. Carlo Anthony scored, you know, twenty-two points. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. got twenty-four. Like, these aren't your household names. Yeah, I mean, all these names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you see Joel Embiid at twenty-five points in the second quarter. Yeah, uh, Embiid's Embiid's a monster. Um, you know, ended up with another, you know, almost forty points again. Um, you know, I don't think he had too many rebounds, uh, unfortunately, this this time around. But you know, Tobias Harris only yeah, because Portland was making everything. <laughs> wow, yeah. There's that. You can't rebound um, the ball if it goes to the net. Yeah, I mean, Tobias didn't have the greatest game. Uh, only scored 12 points. Um, you know, Seth Curry had to leave early. You know, we're still waiting on kind of confirmation on what's going on with him. I think everybody's kind of assuming that it may be. Uh, you know, COVID related. We don't know that for sure, uh, just because he's had some recent, um, you know, COVID issues. Um, you know, I think Maxi had a pretty good game, 15 points. Um, but, you know, again, no, no Ben. Um, you know, he was probable. And I guess they decided to sit him just given the fact that no one was going to be on the other side of the ball. But uh, yeah. apparently, that, clearly, that didn't matter. They, they needed him, you know. So, it was frustrating uh, for sure, uh, given the loss. Um, you know, now they're 16 and seven. Um, they're still leading the Eastern Conference uh, standings wise, which is great. But, you know, the, they can't let games like this slip away. I mean, you you basically you ha- you ended up beating the Lakers on a buzzer beater. It was a great game. You know, you've beaten a bunch of really good teams lately. And then, you know, you kind of do this where, you know, the Trailblazers aren't necessarily the best team, but they were, you know, they were, what, 11 and 9 coming into the game? Uh, kind of mid, you know, middle of the road, and you, you couldn't get past them without their three best fucking players. Angers me. Yeah, that's absurd. I mean, when you when you don't have Ben, you're obviously missing the defense and the facilitating, um, but not to that extent. Uh, you need... And especially Harris, like you've been, he's been doing so much better this year and yes. been more consistent. But this, I guess if you're going to have a bad game, it's just going to be a bad game. Like uh, we can you know chalk that. it up to that, considering yeah. the record, considering what we've seen so far. Um, okay. But 
you know, you you shouldn't you shouldn't play down to your competition. And that's the Philly way. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It, it uh, generally is. No. Yeah. So Maybe. frustrating. Hopefully they, the, hopefully they can write the ship tomorrow. Um, I, I think they have the uh, the Brooklyn Nets um, tomorrow at eight. Um, and you know they they hopefully will. That should be awesome. Yeah, they'll they'll be able to get their revenge on the on the Trailblazers next week. Um, hopefully they can win that game as well. So and then they get, they got a couple of tough games coming up. So you know hopefully Ben um, you know is back in the lineup. Everybody else is healthy. Joe, I feel like Joe's been in and out every other game. Um, hopefully he can kind of have a streak of nice games here uh, and just keep dominating as he's been. Uh, and they can, you know, continue to lead the East, and, and hopefully that carries into the playoffs. That's the big thing, man. I mean, you know, without JoJo in the lineup, your record's not that great. Not only that, but, you know, if he cannot stay consistently in games, like like you said, go on a streak of just playing. I mean, you, you need to play games to be in the MVP talk. I mean – LeBron James is also in the MVP talk, and he doesn't miss a game. And now, so it's important for him to to get some more under under his resume, uh, if you will. I mean, that's that's the big thing. You can't win MVP if you're only playing half the games. Even if your team is really good and you know your stats are fantastic, you know, if if yeah. we're just going to lose without you, yeah, that makes you valuable, but it also is a detriment to the team. So right, exactly. So uh, again, hopefully this is kind of a one-off, and they write the stri- uh, the, the the ship tomorrow uh, against the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I, I did want to before we get on. Well, out they can write a script about writing. Well, yeah, there's that too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did want to talk a little Flyers uh, before we get on out of here. Uh, the Flyers basically um, lost a real tough one uh, on Wednesday. Had uh, two points. Sitting there, and uh, unfortunately, the Bruins scored about 14 seconds left, and then about 31 into overtime. Um, and you know, the Flyers, outside of that, have, have been playing really well. They're seven two and two on the season. Um, they're tied with Boston, who they're playing um, right now. Actually, um, they're playing right now. They're both tied with 16 points, yeah, and I think. Just started. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs have 17 points, which are the top point uh, team in the NHL. So they're one point off. They win tonight. Uh, you know, they essentially would be the, the top in the league. Um, but you know, the, and they've been they've been playing well. The you know they just the late lead has been killing them, uh, and and they got to really shore that up. And I hope AV is is working on on getting that cleared up because you can't go. You can't go further into the season and, and not be able to hold those, those leads. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the the heartbreaking losses and stuff like that, that only lasts for a little bit. You can't keep saying, hey, at least we got one point. Well, right. no, that really doesn't help very much when you're trying to become a leader in the in the Metropolitan Division. So uh, I agree. You know, they got to have that uh, killer mentality. The just demolish them and keep them down kind of play. Um, and, yeah, I believe that, you know, Vigneault is going to really work on them. I mean, just 
some of the things that he's done so far this season, like benching TK, um, yeah, and just just things that he does to send a message. I'm sure that uh, he's getting through to his players right now. I would imagine them to have a good bounce back game tonight. Um, plus, they're you know just being on Philly ice is nice, even though there's still no fans, but. Just one of those things that I'm sure feels good for them being home, and uh, yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll have a good bounce back game. What's that? Was this game? Is this game at home? Yeah. They what? They just stayed. Oh yeah. Um. Well, that's good. Um. I I did want to also talk about uh Joel Faraby. Uh, yeah. Dude's been on fire. I mean, he got, he got the hat trick, uh, you know, earlier in the week. Uh, you know, he scored a, a, again on Wednesday. Dude's been dude's been lighting it up. Um, I'm I'm very uh, thankful that he's stepping up. And 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 on the last episode, actually, we had talked uh, not only about Faraby, but we talked about JVR and how he needs to step up uh, uh, offensively. And boom, the literally the the. Not even was it that night or was it the next night? Well, that night, that night, man, goes and, and scores two goals. So uh, <laughs> you gotta love it. Listening, JVR. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Uh, thank you for watching the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, clearly those two guys are are, are stepping up uh, in a big way, um, while some of the other you know more known uh, offensive players are, are taking a little time to kind of to to ramp up. Um, so it's, it's good to see that, that they're getting points and goals from all over the roster. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been liking the play of Morin as well. I mean, I feel like he's been, you know, doing excellent things on the ice. Um, his, you know, his lines have been producing, um, you know, I, I think the team really likes guys like Farabee and Morin and kind of like the, it, it's kind of like an underdog team. If you will, I feel like we got a bunch of underdogs on this squad, and they play like it, and they play hard. Um, just, yeah, gotta be clutch. Gotta close them out. Yeah, I I, I did uh, just hear, unfortunately, that Morgan Frost um, is going to be out for the year. Uh, mm. I I still want to confirm that, but uh, not great news, um, unfortunately. So, um, you know, other people are going to have to step up. Hopefully, Couturier will be back relatively soon. Um, and, you know, that, that will certainly help. But, you know, as we said, JVR, um, Farabee, um, you know, even Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes is, is, is blowing up so far. Um, I think yeah. he's got 11.6 goals. Um, you know, Voracek, Drew doing, his, doing their normal thing. Um, you know, I'd like to see Connecty get a little bit more ramped up. I think, you know, he has five goals, but you know, I, I'm, exp I'm, I'm hoping that he takes his next step and yeah. know, gets into that 40 goal range. Definitely. Uh, that, that would be the next step that, and he's, he's on that track. You, you watch him play. He's got the skills. He's got the, the mentality that you want to see. Um, and he can definitely show that he can put pucks in the net, the net quick. Yeah. I mean, he was leading the league in goals for a little bit there, but you know, as the league, you know, as the year goes on, that obviously changes quite often. But just, just great to see. So I mean, and that benching, I'm still kind of yeah. Flabbergasted. I'd love to know more about 
what that was truly about. I, I think it was more or less just, um, you know, from what I understand is, is AV was, was not happy with the five on five play uh, of the team. And I think kind of, I don't want to say take, took it out on TK, but like, you know, he was kind of the, the, the example of like, Hey guys, like we got to play much better five on five hockey. And, you know, I guess uh, TK kind of took the run of that. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that, that woke him up um, and, and, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, absolutely, man. Well, uh, uh, one last thing before we get on out of here, the Phillies, uh, you know, going into the offseason, obviously we were very worried about JT uh, and a, you know, certainly a secondary uh, worry was um, what they're going to do at shortstop. Their two um, biggest free agents, DD and JT, were re-signed this past week, uh, which is great news. They, they've been able to bolster the bullpen a little bit. Um, they got some back-end arms for the rotation to compete for that fourth and fifth spot. Um, right now, what are you looking to see the, the, the Phillies do uh, or add before the season gets, gets going? Um. If if I say pitching again, are you gonna be mad? <laughs> but uh, no, seriously. I mean, uh, one thing that we talked about before: center field is a good position to look for. I mean, if if you're looking to make some splash and spend some real some real money, you can go after uh, Bradley Bradley Jr. Jackie Bradley Jr. from the Red Sox. Uh, but I don't think they're gonna let him go. Uh, he's way too good. No. And uh, yeah. I, that's really it. I mean, so with your center field, basically, is what you're curious. pitching in center field. Yeah, no, I, I think that's that's those are the biggest needs right now. I, I'll I'll take I'll take more more arms for the bullpen. Uh, I will take a you know a solid number three starter behind Nola and um, Wheeler. Wheeler, thank you. Uh, hey, Dan, what's going on, buddy? Uh, doing all right. Um, Good. I'm glad uh, the family's doing well. Uh, and yeah, keep uh, keep on keeping on. And uh, love that you keep sh- supporting the show, buddy. I uh, hope everybody's well. Um, yeah. No. I mean, I, again, I, I think I think that should be the three things: is getting a third on a third uh, person in the rotation, uh, getting another uh, bullpen arm or two, because you can never have enough, and figuring out what you're doing at center field. Like, even if you don't acquire somebody. You know, to have a better plan than Scott Kingery. Yeah. He's like, right. you're, uh, we don't have somebody today. Hey, Scott, you're playing third. Yeah, right, Scott, right, you're playing right, third. Right. Yeah. Right. Scott, you played second before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> They're pulling them all around. So I'd rather him, you know, I'd rather him be your everyday second baseman rather than be an everyday center fielder. But you still have Segura. So, you know, I guess they're going to split time there at second and, you know, kind of be utilized as, as kind of a utility infielder, whoever's not playing maybe. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, figure out who the heck's playing center field because if you can acquire a center fielder or at least even a, a, a left fielder, you know, you could potentially move uh, Andrew McCutcheon back to center field. Although, you know, again, he's, you know, getting up for me. So. Yeah, he's a few years removed from being a, a true center fielder, but 
you know, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. I'd, I'd be more comfortable with that than having, um, you know, Scotty Jetpack out there. <laughs> yeah, I love that nickname. It, it really is. It, it's such a good nickname. It, it's awesome. It really is. Um, yeah, and, you know, I'm excited to see the second-year play of, of Bone. I yeah. mean, what a what an awesome rookie rookie season he had. Right. So, I mean, it's just really cool to see that we got another guy. And I hope Reese Hoskins really, like, understands that we need him to be that guy. That's right. Yeah. Be, like, be yourself, bro. Yeah, you, you can't just, like, mess around with us. You got to be consistent. You got to be that guy. And we'll love you. We'll keep you. We'll pay you. Like, just do what you need to do. Don't – last year was very disappointing <laughs> for him. Very disappointing. You're very flustered. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, that... appreciate it, Dan. Thank you very much for the follow. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, we, we got to figure out those key positions. Uh, you know, pitchers and catchers are less than two weeks away. In fact, I think I think they're they're heading down uh, uh, Monday down to Clearwater, and and there's potential that there could be fans allowed during some of the spring training games. Of course, it's Florida. Yeah, they don't give it. No. <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, we hit all four of our sports tonight. I'm glad we did. Thank you, everybody, uh, for joining our uh, our show tonight. Uh, Dylan, Tyler, uh, Dan, appreciate the comments and the love. Uh, don't forget uh, to not only follow SNN Philly, but Notoriety Sports on all social media. You can see that all the way down below. Uh, but yes, yeah, so SNN Philly um, on Facebook. Uh, check that out. Blowing up. Uh, and you can check out all of our shows on there. Um, obviously the Philly broadcast is now coming to you every Friday at six 30, uh, Monday we have, uh, of course the, uh, football smack talk show, uh, with myself and, uh, Eric, um, on Tuesday, uh, we have a brand new, uh, SNN Philly show. It's going to be the official SNN Philly show, uh, coming to you on Tuesday at eight 30. Uh, Wednesdays, we have the Bald Eagle podcast with the Bald Eagle himself at six o'clock. And then, of course, on Thursdays, one of our brand new, uh, one of, I love this show. I can't uh, stop watching it at 7 30 uh, is The Birds on Broad Street. Uh, Tyler and James do a fantastic show. Uh, so check out all of our shows. We got more stuff coming, uh, we got more shows uh, down in the pipes. If you're out there and you're saying, you know what? I'd like to do a show. It doesn't seem that that hard. I mean, this guy can do it. Anybody should be able to do it, right? Reach out. Let me know. Um, and, and we can certainly um, uh, uh, certainly uh, kind of help you out. And, and we can teach you how to do this and, and get you on board. So, um, you know, reach out to myself uh, or anybody at uh, NSN Philly. Um, you know, we can, uh, we can certainly help uh, get you doing a show. So. Other than that, that's all I got. Rod, you got anything uh, before we get on out of here? Yes. Uh, now, I had a good um, trivia question for you. I know. I'm looking on the roof now. Uh, this, is it up there? Answer. I don't have anything up there. Uh, I mean, I could give you a fun fact about the Eagles based on my fun fact calendar. 
Oh, cool. Let's hit, hit me with it. All right. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Packers 20 to 17 in the 2003 NFC divisional playoff in the only postseason overtime game they have ever played entering the 2020 season. Nice. Or, yeah. I, I remember it. Do you know who the fastest person to a thousand points in hockey was? Or is like based the on record career thousand points? Huh. Based yeah, based on like during your career you reached a thousand points. Who was the fastest to do it Ooh. in the NHL history? I mean, I mean, I feel like I feel like an easy answer was Gretzky, just because he had so many points. Um so I, I feel like you're nodding to confirm my theory. I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for your but guess. I'm going to uh, – so outside of that, I'm going to say Yarmir Yager. It was Gretzky. Ah, I figured it was. Yes. <laughs> and then he was also the second fastest to do it because he did it twice because he scored more than 2,000 points. I know. So he did it once, and then he actually did it faster or faster than anyone else – Again, besides himself, yeah. yes, uh, so, that just shows you the greatness of, of Wayne Gretzky. Uh, you know, you had somebody like La uh, Mario Lemieux, who I've, I've always thought was maybe just a smidge under Gretzky skill wise. And if it wasn't for you know the injuries and, and obviously the, the Hodgkins, I, I think he could have rivaled, uh, you know, or gotten close to his point total, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a I did not know that. Always, always glad to know new things. So, um, exactly. all right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight. Uh, we will check you guys out next Friday at six thirty. Don't forget to check out all the other shows on the NSN lineup. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Go birds! Hopefully, uh, Carson Wentz is still on the team by the time we go on next week. Have a fun suit. We need to talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> I just realized that. Uh, who who you got? Who's your what's your uh, prediction? Chiefs 38-31. I swear to God, is that like everybody's pick? Uh, Eric had it on the Football Smack Talk show. That was my original pick. Uh, what, 38-31? Yeah, Chiefs. Yeah. That's exactly what all three of us said. Um, but I will well, go – I'll go 38-34 because that helps my uh, block pool uh, to win yeah. uh, the big money. <laughs> 38-31, I think, helped mine. And 38-34 was my original guess because I wanted to say that they would beat the Patriots and get the points because the spread's three still, I think. Is that uh, – yeah. well, I'm, good. I'm good for everybody winning their money. So, uh, yeah. All right, folks, we are out of here. Thank you so much. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Be safe. Hopefully uh, those in the Philly area don't get too much snow uh, or anywhere, really. Um Three to five inches, is that what they're saying? Uh, well, hopefully uh, hopefully it's not so bad. But uh, anyway, enjoy the Super Bowl. We will see you guys next week. I will see you next Monday on the Football Smack Talk show. Uh, everybody have a great rest of your weekend. And go birds. What's up, bro? Later. Peace. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening.
Nay, give it thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico, cause they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico, fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more.